People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio.
2014 on the eve of Thanksgiving, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Uh, now, just to quickly explain, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb, dorky backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating a salami and picking at your face? Are you looking for love? answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Oh, my goodness. My God. You guys, we'll get through this together. Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that stupid, desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Are all of your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Well, get used to it. It's called the real world. Anyway, is the guy or girl you not like? Wait, wait, wait. Let me take that back. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all your textbook messages? your textbook messages. Jesus Christ, guys. I don't know what's going on here. I should have eaten a full meal before this show. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, your Facebook posts, your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. You need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is, all right? Let me be the sister that you always wished you had, all right? Let me be the shoulder that you cry on. That's all I want to do. All I want to do is be the big sister you never even knew you needed. So pick up your smartphone and dial these numbers, all right? 646-378-0649 is the number. And if you're too much of a puss to call into the real show, which I don't really understand why that would be an issue, but, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic. I get it, okay? Maybe you're scared. Maybe you don't like the sound of your voice. Maybe you're afraid your friends are listening. Maybe you heard about this show through a friend, and now you're into it, and you know your friend's listening, and you want to call in about your friend. Well, if that's the case, your friend won't recognize your voice. You can always use a fake name. But then again, you can always tweet me your question or concern, or comment, or thought, or what have you, at Alexi Wasser, all right? Or you can send me a detailed email to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, and I will make sure that those are anonymous. In the tweets, I probably want to read your handle. I'm probably going to read your Twitter handle, but anyway, that's besides the point. The point is, it's the night before Thanksgiving, or Halloween, or whatever the fuck it is, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Um, and we're, we're doing it. We're here. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about what I've experienced and noticed this week, but I'm not going to tell you about that because I'm going to get to the phone call first. But here's what I did do. One fun thing I did this week, I went to the Nasty Gal opening. It's a clothing store now uh, on Melrose. That was super fun. Lots of champagne. I know now never to drink champagne because I like vodka, okay? I don't – alcohol, not good for you, but whatever. I don't do drugs. I love alcohol. Uh, in moderation or whatever, and whenever I drink, I take Ubers, and I'm very, you know, conscious or, you know, at least when I start drinking. But I'm very, like, responsible. But I, I don't like tequila. I don't really like beer. I like beer sometimes. But my favorite drunk, my favorite type of uh, feeling that I get from alcohol comes from vodka. So I went to the Nasty Gal opening, saw all my friends. It was a very brightly lit store. 
I'm so happy that my friends still want to be friends after seeing me in such a fucking extreme bright light, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and they had champagne going around. This was last Thursday. And that shit just makes me not feel good. So, yeah. It's a little something I noticed this week. Anyway, that's besides the point. The point is I'm going to take phone calls and then I'll tell you about uh, other things. Uh, My first call of the evening is from area code 646. Who is this person? 646? Yes. Is this me? It's you. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Yay. Um, I am Greta. I'm from New York City and I'm 17. Greta, 17, New York City. This is so great. Thank you for calling in. What's happening with you? Well, honestly, a bunch of things, but I'll try to shorten it into a little thing. But um, also I want to say that me and my friend called in like a year ago and you gave the best advice of my life, and now I'm in a completely different place. But here's the oh. deal. So what were you, I, okay, what was that, okay, what was that about, though? What did you call in a year ago about? Well, I don't know if you remember. I, it was uh, me and my friend. We, I don't, it's it's just like I can't even tell you because like you get so many calls about like the same things. But me and my friend were having a sleepover and we just called about boys. Um, is this when my was this when my ex boyfriend was on there and I was like making you guys flirt with him? No. <laughs> oh, well, who is that? But anyway, okay, so you're in a better place. So what's going on with you now? So basically, now you're probably going to laugh at this, but last year I was in class. I was in a really dumb class because I, or not a dumb class, I'm just not very smart in science. So I was in a class with a bunch of 15-year-olds, and I actually fell in love with a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> but but last, a, year ago you were, a year ago you were 16, though, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, but I turned 17, still liking a 15-year-old boy. And well, keep going. <laughs> so basically, we started dating, and we were just perfect for each other. The thing is, he was really mature for his age and everything, and he was just perfect. We were just really perfect for each other. And But the thing is, is that, like, I just realized, okay, well, basically, I dated him for, like, eight months, and I suddenly became, like, a huge part of his family. Like, I and know his entire family and all this stuff. And I just started feeling like he was really disrespecting me. It was like in the beginning he was so excited because I was the first girl that ever gave him attention. And then suddenly he just lost sight of the excitement and just got bored of me and was just treating me like shit. And basically uh, a week ago, yeah, a week ago we broke up. And I'm actually super happy. (laughs) Oh, that's good. But it's just weird because I just want you to tell me if this is okay, what I've done. So basically there was this boy in a thrift store who I've always thought is super cute. So I finally decided to just ask for his number. So I asked for his number, and we went on a date, and we had the most passionate makeout. Like, making out can be kind of boring, honestly, and this was the most what? passionate thing. Okay, oh, listen, I, I know, like, it can't, like, it's not supposed to be boring, but when you've dated a 15-year-old for seven months, it can be. So basically, <laughs> so basically, I I don't know if I just experienced what making out should be, but it was crazy, and I freaking, so this kid and me, just get this, I broke up with him on a Saturday, the Saturday after that, I'm hanging out with this 19-year-old guy who's awesome, and he's, like, obsessed with me, and we've hung out every single day after it, 
But the thing is, is that, like, he's, like, suddenly in love with me, and I really like him, but I'm just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm being one of those girls that can't be alone, that just is, like, jumping from boy to boy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the best phone call of my entire life. This is so great. This is, like, and you know what? I feel like this, I feel like this is never going to change because, like, we're girls and we have, like, that's why I feel like some people don't understand the name of my blog. When they're like, I'm boy crazy. What does that mean? Does that mean you're a slut? And it's like, no, it's like this. It's about this kind of energy where it's like we have crushes on people and on boys and we make out and it's exciting. We have all these feelings around it. And it's like that's uh-huh. what the energy, that's what, that's what the phrase means. Anyway, okay, well, here's the <laughs> thing. Um, you don't know if this 19-year-old dude is like how long he's going to be in love with you for or if he's even in love exactly. with you. or, or Exactly. exactly. So, so, like, so don't stress on that and don't put so much like, don't try to label it all so quickly, like, he loves me. I don't know. I can't deal with being alone. What kind of girl am I? Just go with the flow. Like, <laughs> like I listen, I'm, if, if it worries you, if you, like, hang out with this 19-year-old and then, you know, immediately get, date somebody else and, like, and, and, it, and it happens and happens and happens, like, over and over again, yeah, then then see what that's all about. But, like, it just seems like you're young and you're adorable and you have a lot of energy and you're excited to be single and you made out with a cute 19-year-old. Like, don't have unprotected <laughs> Don't have unprotected sex. Don't get pregnant. Um, you know, and, like, you're not going to marry any of these dudes, I hope. Because exactly. Because you're only 17. So, like, are you a virgin? Uh, Yeah, I am. That's the other thing is that, like, I will do this. Do you want to hear the story of why? I know that you have, like, I don't have a lot of time. But the reason that I broke up with the 15-year-old is, like, we were talking. Like, I'm freaking ready for that situation. And he really wasn't. And, yeah, that's why we broke up. So now there's, like, this 19-year-old who's, like, super freaking cute. And I'm like, what do I do? Well, okay, keep getting to know the 19-year-old. See how it feels. Make sure you don't get any weird, like, creepy, weird, you know, vibes from him. But, like, when I was 15, and I'm not saying this is for everybody out there, but, like, when I was 15, I lost my virginity to uh, a 19-year-old who was my boyfriend. Like, he... Yeah, looking back, I'm like, God, that was such a – but it's not that big of an age gap. It's like if you're 15 and you're a girl and you mature faster and you have your feelings and you overthink stuff and you, like, you know, have a quick, quick-moving quick brain, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to meet some fucking 19-year-old babe who's potentially, you know, probably not as smart as you, but, you know, he's cool and he's older and he's got this, like, this idea that surrounds him of, like, he's cool, he's older, and he works at a thrift store. Yeah, so just make exactly. that happen and then see how you feel. But when you have sex, I would just advise, if and when you have sex, I would just advise – Make sure you buy condoms and you have condoms ready uh, just mm-hmm. because guys are so lame that, like, they never, you know, they don't want to have protected sex. They're lazy. They don't think to buy them. Like, even guys in their 30s, like, you're like, you you know, you knew you were coming over. Like, did you bring anything? And they're like, oh, no, I'm I'm sorry. I don't it's get like, that. It's so, we're women, like, you know, you just have to be prepared and think of all the scenarios and scenarios or whatever that are going to possibly come forth and uh so buy condoms and then when you when you guys even when you have sex don't let here's what i did for many years like i did this oh my god and it shocked guys and it even shocked my girlfriends because they thought that was like too much but i never got pregnant i i would have protected i would have protected sex with guys and i wouldn't uh-huh. even let i would not even let them come in the condom while they're inside of me because I didn't want to take the chance of the condom breaking. So I would make them, I mean, maybe this is a bummer for them, but they can go fuck themselves because they're at least they're in my vagina already. Like they would, we would be having sex. And then I'd say, when you're about to come, 
pull out with the condom on and then come in the condom or, you know, rip the condom off and come, come on my boobs or something. I don't know. But like, this is like don't me because let... I'm so paranoid. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have my backing and like, you can say like, Hey, if you think it's weird, my friend Lexi told me that that's like the cool thing to do. And I'm just being smart. So whatever, just, just, you know, you don't have to say it's like, you know, anything about boy crazy radio or anything. Just say your friend Alexi told you this is the cool way to do it. And he can go fuck himself if he doesn't want to do it. Um, and then you know what? The first time I ever had sex with a guy and I I was like, and the first time I ever had sex with a guy and I let him come in the condom when he was having sex with me, the condom broke. Are you kidding? No. Oh and, I, and I remember panicking and I like, ran into my living room and I called my mom and I had to go get the morning after pill, you know, and, and the man has to pay for the morning after pill. It's the least he can do. So yeah, but uh, it sucks. So that's like poison that you're putting in your body to like kill a baby, you know, or the potential wow. of the baby. So, so yeah, so you're all good. Like don't, don't stress. Like it, the fact that you even have an awareness that you might be the type of person who can't stand being alone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. That means that you're not going to let yourself be that kind of person because you have an awareness of it. Like you're going to, you're conscious of it. Like, so, you know, if the 19 year old doesn't work, then, then, you know, it's always okay to just be single and hang out with your girlfriends and do your homework and flirt and go shopping and write and focus on, you know, whatever you want your life to be. You know what I mean? Totally. That's very helpful. So I should just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. You like the dude. Like, why would you consciously be like, I like this guy. He likes me. I'm not doing this. Like, why would you do that? Like, that's insane. Like, like, there are people like, you know, you know, it's like feast or famine. They're like people who nobody ever likes them, ever, and they, they would kill to be in your situation. And you're like this young, vibrant, 17-year-old vixen who's like, you know, breaking a 15-year-old's heart and making out with 19-year-olds. Like, just go with the flow. But just just always make sure, though, if a dude is disrespectful, just like you did, you noticed with a 15-year-old guy, mm-hmm. uh if anybody's ever disrespectful or makes or puts you in a situation that makes you uncomfortable, whether it's like moving too fast or being mean to you or being rude at your expense in front of their friends or anything, whatever you notice, then, you know, don't hang out with them or take a break or tell them or just get away from them. You know what I mean? It seems like you're pretty self-aware totally. though. Yeah. All right. I think anything that's what else? I did with him. Um, well, actually, this is totally random, but I I write songs and I just have a bunch of songs that are so boy crazy songs that I've always wanted you to listen to just for do you yourself. Wanna, do you want to you want to perform one right now live? Um, I guess I could. Would this okay. work like through speaker? Let's just try. I don't know. Do you have a guitar? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, okay, let me. I'm just and gonna put it on speaker and I'm gonna sing like one line and you have to tell me if it's like hearable at all. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. My guitar is a little out of tune. Do you hear me talking right now? I totally hear you. Tune your guitar. Do you want me to give you a moment and I'll take another call and then we'll all get back to you? Totally. Okay. I, I'm putting you on hold. Stay where you are. Get yourself in order and I'll be back in a few minutes. But get your shit together. I'm excited. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Um. A live experiment on Boy Crazy Radio, November 26, 2014, the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, area code 512. Hi, you here? Yeah, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Tell me all your stuff. Uh, Kieran24, New York. Kieran24, New York. And we are friends on Twitter and on Instagram, right? And on Facebook, right? 
I'm what? Aren't we friends on, like, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter? No, not that I know of. Oh, weird. Well, I wonder who's handling your social media, because I thought that was you. Anyway, okay, whatever. Wrong, wrong Kieran, different Kieran. What's up with you? I, yeah, I think it must be must be a different dude. Uh, well, I, I'm over here. I'm kind of in, in the dumps over here. How come? How come, man? What's going on? Because uh, I, I work with this girl, and um, I've been work with, working with her for the past couple months, and uh, it seemed like like we had a connection. And then um, I'm watching her dog for, for Thanksgiving while she goes home to her parents' house. And um, so she came over to my place tonight, and uh, I sort of thought, that, well, the implication I'd gotten anyway was that was that she was into me, and uh, so I made a move tonight, and I'm watching her dog, you know, for the next couple couple days while she goes home for seeing her parents, and uh, I made a move, and she uh, totally, totally uh, was not into it and, and pulled <gasps> back from oh, me, and uh, it was... Oh, uh, that is so brutal. You're, gonna, you're like, going to murder her dog now. No. <laughs> No, it's funny. I, I made that. I made that joke immediately afterwards, which was all I could do, make a make a stupid joke, you know. Uh, so I, I made that joke, but really, I mean, it, on the inside, I was like, oh god, that sucked because I, I honestly, I'd never, never been in that moment where you, uh, you really read all the signs wrong and go for it, and you and you're completely wrong, and um, the person pulls away from you completely, and you're just like, oh man, like. Uh, I'm in this situation where I I uh, totally went for it and it's like totally uh, unrequited, and uh, it's so like um, unrequited. It's so embarrassing, you know what I mean? Like uh, it's such an embarrassing moment when you when you go for something and it's not, it's totally unrequited. So um, unrequited, unrequited, unrequited. I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just totally I'm just helping. <laughs> That's, um, that's why it happened is I wasn't able to pronounce it correctly. But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I totally uh, fu- like had one of those moments where like, oh, you totally miscalculated everything, and uh, and this is after being friends with somebody, being really close to them, and hanging out with them for a long time, and thinking that you totally had a a lock on it, while also being very uh, very nervous about the moment because you're thinking, well, what if it isn't quite what you think it is and then you go for it and it isn't and it's like oh jesus like i wow i really fucked up and this is so embarrassing and um and oh i'm watching God. her dog and everything <laughs> it's kind of funny I mean, for, I mean, okay well bear with me okay so wait, you know what that's an, a little bit annoying though uh here's what i what? don't like because i've done this to guys before and it's a summer and i don't feel good about it Yes, she's allowed to like not like you and pull and like in that way and and like you only. As a, but the thing is, though, when you're a girl and you know a dude is like crazy about you and would like do anything and like watch your dog and all this shit, it's like you really have to be like I've learned this. You have to be responsible with a man's feelings because when you can sense that he's crazy about you, you can't be asking him for favors. That's such a shitty move. And like I'm. I'm sure that your willingness to watch her dog must have like let her know, and the way you look at her probably, and the you know what I mean, like so it's kind of a little yeah. bit annoying. But you don't, but don't be mad at her because people do this, and people are like the problem is is like most people, and this sucks, aren't responsible with other people's feelings. That's why everybody people talk shit, and then they they do things like guys have sex with girls, 
and they know the girls are in love with them or want a relationship, but the guy's like doesn't want right. that, but he still has sex with her. So it's like it's like it, it, everybody does it, and it sucks. And you just had this experience happen. So like, I'm sure you're so cute, and never watch this girl's dog again, and don't be mad at her. It'll make <laughs> you look like then she'll, if you get mad at her, she'll like be like, oh, Kieran is such a fucking asshole. He's like he got really bitter, and like just because he tried to kiss me, it's like, dude, you said you like my dog. Like what the fuck? Like don't let her like. Don't let her talk to you. Well, you, well, you know what? You know, you know what the thing the thing is is that like uh, I I didn't let it turn into one of those situations where it was just awkward and then it's like all right, well I'm watching your dog. I'll see you later. Like I I actually was like so you're not, you're not into this and stuff and like she she is into it. It's just that we do work together. You know what I mean? So uh, and we work very closely together. So and she brought up the fact that like I I, I asked if it was like totally unrequited to uh, use the pronunciation. But, uh, I, I asked if it was that, and she said no, and it was just, it's the fact that we work together and that, you know, she's had thoughts about it, and, and I was like, you know, I, I understandably was like, am I totally out of bounds here? Was this like, am I being a creep here? And she was like, no, like, I can understand how you could think that this is, like, you're watching my dog, we're over here drinking at your house together, like, I'm leaving tomorrow. No, I can understand seriously. <laughs> Yeah, so she, in other words, she understood why uh, why I had made the move, but um, I think she just is one of those people that sort of gets close with dudes and uh, doesn't, she, she has a hard time um, navigating what it is to be friends with a guy and have fun with a dude and, and uh, navigate what it is with a dude being interested in her at the same time. Yeah. I, so, I don't know, it was just weird. It, it was really weird, and it was, honestly, it was really fucking embarrassing like it, it it was just like i i hate to be i hate to ever be in the position of and i'm sure anybody could relate to this like to be in the position of making a move on somebody and they totally like dodge it you know what i mean like when you go in for the kiss and they like move out of the way like that's such a shitty oh. feeling it, yeah, it's totally I'm glad, horrible i know i'm glad you're venting about it and this is good for like okay just vent with me and then never try to kiss her ever again. And don't. And also, like, well, I don't her. That, wait. And but also, like, I, girls listening, girls listening, isn't this cool? Men have feelings too. You're not alone. It's not just like a bunch of girls complaining about dudes and being all confused. Like, men have feelings. And like, by the way, no. And, and also, and to that point, to that point, like, I, I had thought about this for a really long time, and uh, thought about making a move, and had also thought about uh, to the point of like the fact that we work together. Thought about all these things that she was thinking about, and that's what had prevented me from doing anything for so long. And then I finally went for it and, and it was all of my worst fears confirmed, which is that she's not going to go for it because you work together. So it's like, yeah, we, we do think about these things or at least I do. And uh, it, was a, it was really shitty Honestly, It was a really shitty but, night, but like, but listen, you know, know what, by the way, don't, don't take her word for it when she says it's the work thing. That's just bullshit. I swear to God, I'm sorry. I'm a girl and you're calling me and you want to talk about this. And I'm going to tell you like, my gut and as a woman like if I work with a guy but I wanted to have sex with him or I was like thinking about him or attracted him and he tried to kiss me and we're not at work and he's already watching my dog and we drink together a lot <laughs> yeah I'd fucking make out with him I'd have sex with him we'd be naked we'd be rolling around yeah like fuck that she's she's trying to get out of something she doesn't know what to say well, she feels uncomfortable I no, that's just, that's exactly what I thought because I said like I even I even was thinking that too because I'm such a paranoid person I was like Hey, are you like, are you saying these things just because you want to make me feel better yeah, about listen. this? You don't want to make me feel embarrassed. And of course, she but denied it. She's like, no, I do, uh, I do have feelings for you, uh, blah blah blah. But no, leave so it. Just know. start, just jerk off, 
uh, you know, be nice to the dog. Don't jerk off in front of the dog. And just have a nice Thanksgiving with the dog and your family. Jerk off in front of the dog. <laughs> okay, but like, and just, and don't, just don't be rude to her, but don't try anything with her and don't expect her to actually be into you. I don't think she's telling the truth. And I think that you sound adorable and you have feelings and you're going to meet this awesome girl who loves you and you guys have great sex. <laughs> and then the other girl, the jerk, the confuser, is going to be like, hey, wait a minute, I thought you liked me. And she's going to want her ego stroke. But just like, well, I, hope, I hope that's not the case. That that would be shitty. But I'm just saying, like, leave it alone. It's done. Just have a really good Thanksgiving. Never watch her dog again. Don't be so available to her. And, like, don't trust that she's telling the truth because I think she's just, like, stringing you along and uncomfortable. And now, But now I want I want this girl to play her weird boy crazy song. I'm excited about it. So I hope you stick around yeah. for that. Well, I mean, thanks, thanks a lot. You're welcome. You sound so cute. Send me a picture of yourself just so I can see what you look like. Sorry. Is that creepy? By the way, guys, never refer to yourself as creepy because then all of a sudden girls might think of you as creepy and you want to always keep lurker and creepy are always the worst words you never want associated with with yourself, especially as you know, as a dude. And uh so don't you be the one labeling yourself that. All right. Greta. Yes. Are you there with your guitar and a and a and a exciting yeah, just- uh, attitude? Yeah, I'm gonna play one part of it, and you have to tell me if you can hear the lyrics. Okay. Um, I mean, okay, I well, just, yeah, just 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 do like a me 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 and and, and some strumming. What? Well, I'll just do it, okay? Okay, just do the whole song. Do, 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 do a little strumming and do like a little like mommy me 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 mo or something, okay? I'll do the chorus. I'm not oh, no. You're not listening to me. I want you to just do a little, little. <laughs> do you hear it? Hmm. I don't know if I can really hear it, though. Well, okay, start singing the song, and then I'll just, uh, you know, You'll if it's not working, I'll tell you. Hear it, okay? Oh, man, this connection is already bad. Just try. And action. I want to be somebody, someone. I wanna be somebody something. I wanna be somebody biggest dream. I wanna be somebody make believe. I wanna be somebody someone. I wanna be somebody say say. I wanna be somebody biggest dream. I wanna be. Say, 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 say
fucking God. Greta, that was so fucking amazing. I, like, burst into tears, I swear to God. And I know that, like, my mom's listening. She's, like, my number one Boy Crazy fan. Uh-huh. She's going to be crying. <laughs> Greta, Greta, that was the most spe- – this is the most special – I'm seriously, I burst into tears. That was so beautiful, and you were so brave to do that, and it, it sounded so beautiful in your voice and your guitar playing, and, like, I'm crying. You, I think that, this is the best Boy Crazy radio ever because – I'm so lucky. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Oh my god, thank you for writing it. Of course. Can you you can if you send me some if you email me to at boycrazyalexi at gmail dot com some MP3s and I'll play them on the show and if you have like and also oh my god, what do I what do I want to tell you? I just no wonder no wonder all these boys are falling in love with you and, and like you know what I mean? You're this cool you're girl so who writes songs and you're so <laughs> fucking badass. I, I can't that, I'm so thankful. That's what I'm thankful for. And I'm crying. You're so fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to send you, like, I have a music video to that song that my friend made me. And I just have a couple MP3s. So I'm going to email you tonight. Okay, email me tonight and have a beautiful Thanksgiving and have fun with your 19-year-old and uh, wear protection and don't get pregnant. And I love you and you have to make a whole album. And I love you. Goodbye. Oh, my God. What a beautiful thing. That could have been, man, that could have been a horrible uh, train wreck, which would have also been entertaining, but instead, this beautiful 17-year-old girl in New York is brave enough to play her guitar, and I'm lucky enough to have her do it on my ridiculous, uh, you know, actually, I really love the show, on my ridiculous podcast here, and, like, I'm I'm freaking out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, let me pull it together. Jesus fucking Christ. That was a magical moment. Um, yeah. There's all this bullshit that doesn't matter, like, people uh, worrying about people like you and wanting to be cool and people are ageist and mean and nasty and people talk shit and all this fucking stuff. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I'm just like, and then all that really matters is doing what you want to do and being brave and like, you know, putting yourself out there in the world. And uh, I don't know what the fuck, I, I do know what I'm talking about. And Greta just did that. I don't know. Like that was like a real thing that happened. That was very nice. So many people don't do shit, and they think they're so fucking cool. And then other people do really cool stuff and are trying to be brave and daring. And then they're too shy to put themselves out there. And so I'm very lucky that my new friend Greta put herself out there. And you're 17. Oh, man, you just inspired me to be braver. I tried to do stand-up comedy last week, so that I, I freaked out. I went up, and I did it, but it was like three minutes, and I was, like, terrified. I'm so brave, usually. I do so many things. And then that was like, I, I was shaking. Um, but yeah, I do think it's important to do things that challenge you and getting, get over your fear. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get on to something else right now. So people send me letters. Um, and I tell people, if you can't call into the live show, send me an email. And I, I have two emails that I got that really were kind of very special, I think, that I, I don't know, that resonated with me. Does that sound legitimate? Do I sound genuine? Because I mean it. But I'm like, in, I'm in like podcast mode. I'm in boy crazy radio mode, talking like what I think people talk like on the radio. Um, anyway, so I got these two emails, and I'm going to read read the first one right now. Um, and feel free out there if you're listening, and if you're not listening to the live show, uh, and, and the live show is every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you can you can uh, you go to boycrazyradio.com to listen to the live show, but you can download. Um, previous episodes on iTunes or go to boycrazyradio.com and you can listen to all, all my old episodes also. 
Um, but if you can't call in to the live show, send me your email at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com and then write, uh, write big sis in the subject line. And then I will either write back to you directly or I'll probably read it on the show. All right. Hi, Lexi. I'm writing because I'm having a substance abuse dependency issue that I think you have some insight on. In your, quote, reasons not to kill yourself blog post, you mentioned that you took speed as a teenager. I'm currently in my senior year of college and have been prescribed Vivanese or Vivanez, uh, which is basically a designer Adderall for a couple of years now. I'm dying to get off it, and I did so successfully for a month over the summer when I didn't have schoolwork to worry about and with the support of my now ex-boyfriend who hates prescription drugs. But now I'm, I'm struggling. My biggest and most vain concern is gaining weight when I get off of it. I gained 15 pounds last time, and I also I'm overwhelmed with schoolwork all the time, and I feel like doing work without this is like being thrown into the middle of the ocean without a life raft. Despite all this, I know that I can't keep taking it. It's made me into a different person. I'm irritable, I'm depressed, and now have frequent panic attacks. How do I stop relying on this drug just to function? I'd really appreciate any insight you have on this. Much love. Um, all right. I'm keeping her anonymous. But, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this. And I actually wrote her directly my first thoughts. But, uh, so, yeah, when I was 15, I started doing speed. And I don't do drugs now at all. Like, the only thing I do is, um, is, a, is drink alcohol occasionally. But, so I took speed because I wanted to lose weight. And because... I got addicted to it, and I did it for about a year, and I was hanging out with older kids, and it was when I, you know, I lost my virginity to a 19-year-old, and I was hanging out with older kids, and I was smoking cigarettes, and I don't smoke now at all for a very long time. But anyway, everybody was, like, doing ecstasy and coke and speed and whatever, and I, I happened, I just liked speed. That's what I gravitated towards, because it kept me up late, and it made me really skinny, and I had no appetite. I don't want this to be like a billboard for uh, for speed use, but it was horrible, really. I mean, like, um, you know, it was horrible. And I the come downs were really harsh and dark, and my mood swings were insane. I was up and down like a roller coaster, and the come downs, like, I wanted to die. And at one point, and I was 15 or 16, I tried to commit suicide. Um, and I was in a coma for two weeks. And luckily, I didn't die, and I'm so thankful for that. I guess if this is the, the night before Thanksgiving episode, yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful my suicide attempt didn't work, but I was in a coma for two weeks. And it's because this fucking drug, you know, whether it's a prescription form, uh, Adderall-style speed, or if it's like street, street speed, like crystal meth or crank or whatever, it's fucking evil, you know? My mom used to look at me, and I was so happy I had lost all this weight. And my mom would look at me, and she told me that she would cry because I got so thin. I looked like I was, like, 50 or 60 years old. But I just thought, oh, I can fit into my jeans really great. So here's what I want to tell you. Your health is the most important thing. Gain the weight back. I'm sure you actually look beautiful once you've filled out. And If you gain 15 to 20 pounds to 30 pounds, who gives a fuck? Great. Just be kind to yourself. Be kind to your body because this shit will make you insane. I know people who have, like, successfully killed themselves because of their addiction to this, to this kind of drug, to this drug, to these pills that you're taking, you know, because it makes you mental. You have crazy mood swings. You start believing other things. You start believing stories that you, you tell yourself that aren't true. 
and it creeps in there. It, it's a poison, and it's evil, and it's like a debilitating drug, and it eats away at, like, at your brain, your insides, and it can make you fucking kill yourself or hurt somebody or pick at your face and pick all around at your body because you feel like there's something under your skin. Like, it's horrible. The point is, if you, if you care enough about yourself and you like me enough to think that if you reach out to me, I might be able to give you some advice that you'll take seriously, and as a person who has gone through it, oh, my God, life is so much better after, after uh, stopping with drugs like this because who gives a fuck about weight gain? Get over it. Buy, buy some pants that are bigger. Who cares? Your health is the most important thing. And actually, you'll be more beautiful because you think you're, you're cute now if you're skinny, but really you're probably like gray and actually boys or whoever you think you're trying to look good for like a girl who's curvier and bigger and rosy cheeked and like whatever. It doesn't even matter. You don't need anybody to validate you. And even you don't need to like your body right now. All you need to do is be nice to it and stop taking this evil drug and sleep as much as possible, hang out with your friends, reconnect with all your friends who aren't using this kind of drug, you know, stay busy. And, and this might sound cheesy, but like go to Whole Foods, eat fresh vegetables and drink juice and drink lots of orange juice and have vitamin C and go on walks with your friends and stay busy and read books and don't be alone and talk to your mom and go to an, go to an, an NA meeting or an AA meeting. Oh, God, there are numbers online. You can, you can even call Loveline if you want and talk to Dr. Drew, but, you know, I'm just, I'm going to give you, I'm going to vomit up all the, the things I can tell you to do. Um, and you're going to be depressed because you've been on this stuff for a while. You're, that's just a natural. So just know you're going to have dark moments and you're going to be sad and you're going to cry and you're going to feel bummed because your body is coming down kind of for the first time in a while. So it's going to be extreme and it's going to be depressing. Um, but just cry. Just hang out with all your friends who aren't using. Um, don't try to drink a ton of coffee and Red Bull and whatever. I mean, you can drink coffee, but like try to stay away from just, you know, if you, if you want to drink coffee, do that, but just, just be kind to yourself and take it day by day. Like don't take the drug day by day, but take not using the drug day by day so it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And if your schoolwork suffers, fuck it. Who cares? Your life is so much more important. Um, oh, God, what else can I tell you? I wrote down little notes. Um, don't be, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think there are numbers online um, to how to get off speed. You know, just to, I'd say go to a Narcotics Anonymous meeting or an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and go with a friend and don't let any creeps talk to you to try to hit on you or whatever. Just like, and it's not a religious thing. It's like, well, they talk, maybe they'll talk about God, but whatever. That's like, doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. Um, just like, it's nice to be in a room where you're surrounded by other people who are trying to not use drugs and alcohol because it makes you go, hey, I'm not alone. Other people have struggled. And like, I can talk to this person and, you know, talk to another girl. Maybe you'll spot a girl your age and you can talk to them. I would go to meetings when I was younger and I had a counselor at Kaiser Permanente. Um, that was my hospital at the time, and I had to go to drug meetings, and I had to get drug tested and all this stuff. And I actually, you know, it's so all I'm telling you is it's possible to get off of it. Don't stress about gaining weight or your schoolwork suffering. You can always talk to your teachers. If it's like if you're, if your grades even do struggle and, and suffer, which they might not, if they do, then talk to them. Take time aside. Tell them that you're struggling. It's okay. Like you, you'll be amazed that when you reach out to people and you're honest, that they'll 
they'll go, oh, I had no idea. Oh, my God, I want to help. People, for the most part, want to be helpful and loving. So, and please call in next week, too. Cause I, I would love to, just, like, invite you to just, like, make this a place where you can report to me once a week and just tell me how you're doing and just use, use a different name. Just put my number in your phone, 646-378-0649. And if anybody else has ever um, gone through an addiction to, like, speed or amphetamines or whatever, and you can relate, call in or write to me and tell me so I can report this report back to this girl. Um, okay, I hope that helps. Let me know that you heard this. Email me and let me know you heard this. Um, yeah. And talk to your mom. What, do your parents know what's going on? I think talk to your mom and take the chance of her getting mad at you. And just just stop doing this drug. It's for the best, okay? It's like for the ultimate best of your entire life. It's for the best because this shit can take you down and, like, ruin your whole life just because you want to, like, fit well in your jeans and, and stay up to do homework. Fuck that shit. Like, fuck that. This is poison. All right. That's my take on that. All right, I have another email I want to read, and it's from. Uh, all right, Mom, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Uh, I'll keep it anonymous. Uh, it says, "Dear Lexi, ever since I turned 20 years old, I've been terrified of aging. I guess it was the fact that I, uh, I was officially out of my teens that just threw me a bit. The sense of officially not being a half child anymore. My goodness. To make things worse, I've gotten to the nasty habit of sometimes reading blogs of the most misogynistic men out there." I found it intriguing to know what men were writing about amongst themselves about women. However, reading these types of blogs has had a negative impact on my attitude towards aging. Women are rated on a 1 to 10 scale in terms of their looks. Women under 8 are literally referred to as being of lesser value. Apart from that, women above the age of, uh, of or around 25 or so are considered to have hit the wall as in being out of their prime. I'm fully aware of the fact that it's my own stupid fault for reading these shitty blogs. And I don't know why I sometimes feel compelled to do so. Perhaps I have some masochistic tendencies. I'm directing this question towards you because I think that you represent, I think that what you represent is like a slap in the face to these kind of men. Your attitude is so lively. Nothing about you seems, seems like uh, you have resigned being young. Not to mention you look great. I would love for you to give me some pointers on how to best deal with these feelings and, so, and societal pressures. How did you handle approaching 30. How do you not succumb to the expectations of what a woman past 30 is meant to act like? And how do you manage to look as good and useful as you do? Have you ever been turned down by someone solely based on your age? Have you, okay, hope you get round to addressing this at some point because I'm so tired of not being able to enjoy being young out of fear of aging. All right, here are my answers to that. Well, here's the thing. I am definitely I have definitely been worried about my age and stuff like that where I'm very aware of it because I know what kind of world we live in and I know that when I go to an audition or a casting or if I'm a, if I'm blogging to a bunch of teenagers or 20-somethings, like I'm, I'm aware that other people are ageist, so I don't want to talk about my age. I want to keep it to myself. But, like, yeah, I'm in my 30s. I'm in my fucking 30s. I don't even want to talk about it. But, like, I'm 33 years old. And if, that, like, and if a guy doesn't want to date me, which has never happened ever because I'm fucking cool as fuck, sorry, I don't mean to be a dick, but, like, on my 30th birthday, I, was on a, I went on a date with a 21-year-old. Like, I, I was dating a 21 or 22-year-old, and he was gorgeous and the most fucking gorgeous hot dude ever. Um, but, like, that's what happens. You get older. I mean, if, if you don't get older, it means you've died. You know what I mean? 
and like fuck these asshole misogynistic fuck face motherfuckers and I, I don't even want to talk shit about them to sink to their level but fuck these blogs these dudes hiding behind the safety of their computer those are the same dudes that call me on boy crazy radio and like prank call me and they're like not even good prank phone calls fuck these dudes you know what actually thank god they exist and hopefully they have they put their face to their their mean blogs because then you know who not to date if you meet a guy who agrees with these dudes then awesome now you're alerted to who's a fucking piece of shit because yeah and i I, about like you're 20 years old don't worry about aging. Oh, my God, we're all, it's okay to age. Isn't it shitty that men don't have to deal with this? They get more sexy and virile and, and like, nobody is mad at them or talks shit about them because they get older. But I'm noticing that men are scared of aging, too. They're also getting more ageist and terrified of aging and blah, blah, blah. But who are these idiots? That's not the kind of life I want to live. I have a good life. Here's what you need to do. Focus on what you want to be, who you want to be, what you want to get accomplished, what you want your life to be, and the people who think you're awesome and cool and respect you and are attracted to you, they will find you, and you'll find them. You, can, you can't try to, like, minimize yourself or be this idea of what you think you're supposed to be to please these losers. They are losers. I have the most awesome female friends. Sophia Amoruso from Nasty Gal, Alex Prager is an amazing photographer, like, a million other girls, my friend Juna, who's a, she's a, like amazing women. And like whether they're in their late 20s, their third, early 30s, mid 30s, whatever, my mom is fucking amazing. Like your mom's pretty, pretty, probably pretty cool. Like we are human beings. We're not just women who are here to just fucking fit in a box and make some loser happy so he'll want to fuck us. Fuck that. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And also, uh, a lot of young, hot babes and guys, you know, my, whatever, young dudes, cool dudes, they like sleeping with older women. And also, if you're a fucking cool girl, cool dudes are going to want to have sex with you. And if a guy doesn't want to date you or have sex with you or know you, you know, that could be, you could be any age and somebody's not interested in you. Like, just worry about yourself. Don't try to make yourself something to someone to get approval. Like, that's no way to live. That's, like, no way to live in any, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm rambling, but I actually jotted some notes down about this, too. Um, oh, shit. I think i got to wrap up the show in a moment. Okay. I, I wrote, you attract what you pay attention to, so don't fucking pay attention to the losers. All right? Fuck these man children. They're doing you a favor, alerting to you, alerting you to who's a loser. Um just like guys who wear fedoras and flip-flops and have tribal tattoos and floppy jean pockets and whatever, like, and, and talk shit about girls and, like, are really nuts, like, be thankful for those guys. Be thankful for them because now you know who not to date, all right? Um, these dudes are insecure. They're small-minded. They think a woman is an object. And let them date some, some insecure girl who doesn't know any better because they will, and she'll regret it later if she's lucky enough to, like, you know, uh, evolve. So what I'm saying is, please don't stress. You're 20 years old. If, you, if you're worried about aging, don't be. But here's how you can help yourself. Don't smoke. I smoked for a little bit in my teens and early 20s. And I can't tell you, like, I've got girlfriends who are, like, in their 
early 20s, mid 20s. Because I have like friends that are all ages because of my my blog and whatever. And so like I know tons of different types of people. And the ones who smoke are like younger than me, and they look older than me, and it's insane. But like, so don't smoke, guys and girls. That sucks you up. Uh, I don't know. And I've always been. I think I've always been obsessed with aging, but not. It didn't like hinder my life. It didn't make me worry. But I was always very conscious of, uh, and still am, obviously, with like products. Like I use night cream under my eyes. Like, and I drink lots of water, and I steam, and I take lots of baths, and I take Epsom salt baths. And I use, um, I have oily skin because of acne. So when you have oily skin, you age better because, it sounds so ridiculous, whatever. You don't make creases in your face as easily because your skin's so oily and some will dry. So when you smile or you squint, it doesn't make wrinkles as easy uh, when you have oily skin as it does when you have dry skin. And I use Retin-A. And I go to a good dermatologist and I get skin peels because of my pimples. And what else? I take vitamins and I take collagen vitamins and I take uh, flaxseed oil and I take Murad skin pills. And I'll post all this on my Instagram at Alexi Wasser. And uh, I'll, I'll have photos of all the things that I use if, if you want to use those things. But I've just always been like aware of the fact that I will get older. And when I, I used to model when I was younger, Older women, these awesome, cool, badass older women, and I've always respected older women and older people in general because they're rad. They've had so much life experience. I respect that. Like, I like myself now so much more than when I was, like, in my teens and in my 20s because I know more stuff, and I'm more relaxed, believe it or not, and I'm more grounded, and I'm more brave, and I'm more... um, I think I'm more, what is it, secure or something because I know who I am and I'm not so self-conscious and like, that's why, but I remember all those feelings that I had and that's why, and I've been doing my blog for like five years now, you know what I mean? I was like going through all that shit while I was writing it and kind of growing up and walking through all that shit. So like, you know, and it's not over when you're in your 30s either. It's like then you're going to be in your 40s hopefully, in your 50s, in your 60s, in your 70s, in your 80s. Like life keeps going if you're lucky enough for it to keep going. So like just, all you can do is focus on you and becoming the woman that you want to be. Don't try to fit into some fucking mold that these mean assholes dictate because you'll always lose. And when you're 100% you, the best guys that are the most right for you are going to gravitate towards you because they'll like you, like the actual you. You know what I mean? As if you're not putting on some fucking bizarre act, you know, you'll you'll invite people into your life that, like, accept you because you're just being you and you're proud of yourself and all that shit. You know what I mean? Um, But, yeah. And I've always respected older women. And I don't like the idea of, like, I've always asked older women for advice and I'm sure they don't like me calling them older women. But I've always, like, identified more with old people and uh, respected them and, like, asked them about their life experiences because I want to learn from that. That's helpful. And um, older women are badass and sexy. And you'd be surprised how many, like, cool, like, 20-somethings are, like, into older women. I mean, it's not shocking because older women know how to have sex or more experienced women know how to have sex and they know who they are and they're not all like, oh, my God, oh, no. But uh, what else did I want to tell you? We don't smoke. We already said that. Um, Oh, yeah. 
And I really get annoyed because I do have some girlfriends that are in their 30s, and they tell me, they're like, Alexi, you can't wear that. You've got to, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Are you kidding me? No. You stay stylish. Look at Chloe 70. She's 40 years old now. That shocked me because for me, when I was like 13 or 12 or 13, I was like, that girl's the coolest. She's 40, and she's still fucking cool as fuck. You know what I mean? Like wearing short shorts and great legs and I don't know if she exercises. She probably has to. I don't know. But, like, you can't spend your whole life looking out around you and going, oh, what am I supposed to be? What's of, what's of importance? What what's, what deserves love and attention? How am I supposed to be? Oh, no, because that, that's horrible. What are you going to do when you are in your 30s and you still think that the only way to be cool is to be, like, like 18? You'll hate yourself. It's like a losing battle. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't like the idea of filler or inject, like injections or Botox and all that stuff. Like, just don't smoke. Be nice to your skin. And if you do age, like, because we all do, accept yourself. Like, the, the, the like, thing I wanted to stress tonight is, like, be kind to yourself. Be a badass woman that you look up to now. You know what I mean? Like, figure out what you're really good at and what you love. Figure out what you love doing and makes you so happy. It makes your, like, soul happy. And then figure out, and hopefully you're good at it, all right? And then figure out how to make money doing that. If you're a painter or a writer or you want to be a director or a cinematographer or a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, open a a restaurant or a business, like, just own your shit and be a fucking cool badass. If you're, like, so focused on you, you, all of a sudden everybody else's ideas are, and judgments of you, which they might not even be thinking or judging you on, but but if you just are focused on you, all that shit will disappear because there won't be any time to worry about that because you'll be focused on you. You know what I mean? Anyway, that is all I have to say about that. So I hope that helped. Email me back. Uh, hope hopefully you uh you heard that. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap up the show. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Uh, I will see you next week, next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just go to BoyCrazyRadio.com for all the action, and you can also uh, download previous episodes of Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser, A L E X I W A S S E R, and uh, I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you and have the most wonderful happy Thanksgiving the entire world. Goodbye.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.